0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to D's Pod and the D Talks Podcast, where simply put, D me talks. Now, I've been wanting to make a podcast for a while, but I kept on putting it off for various reasons that we'll go more in depth into in uh today's episode. But uh yeah, just especially recently, I've been really feeling that pull from God to make this happen, you know, because again, it's something that I've wanted to do for a while. But uh yeah, I just I just didn't do it until right now. So here I am with the pilot episode, the detox podcast, these pod we're gonna get things on and cracking. but uh I like to start off my episodes with a little question, right And sometimes the question will pertain to the topic, sometimes it won't. today's will since it is a pilot episode and I want y'all to kind of think before I get into the meat and Taters what I got to say. But today's question is, What's stopping you, right? What's stopping you? And really think about this. Sorry, I'm chewing gum. I shouldn't be chewing gum, but this is going to be one take. I'm not making any edits, any cuts. I'm going to cut the start, the finish and call it a day. But like, really, what's stopping you? What's stopping you from going to the gym? What's stopping you from going back to church? What's stopping you from reaching out to that friend, that family member? What's stopping you from applying to those jobs? You know, What's stopping you from <laughs> making that podcast, right? What's stopping you? To answer the question for myself, uh, and I'm sure for a lot of you, the one thing that's stopping you 100% of the time, I'm gonna say 100 because I know this to be true, 100% of the time, is you, ourselves. We stop ourselves from making things happen. We stop ourselves from stepping outside of our comfort zone, the confines of whatever boundaries we've created for ourselves, and doing things to get us to where we want to be in life, right? We say, "Ah, oh, you know, school sucks, so, or I don't want to work for the man, whatever reason you have. So we don't go to school. We hear people talk down on school. We don't go to school. But we stick around and do nothing with our time. Right? We say, oh, religion is this, that, and the third. You know, false prophets everywhere. I don't know who to trust. So we don't go to church. We don't read our word. We don't ask questions. And if you feel attacked... Uh, if the boot fits <laughs> uh, for one. And for two, uh, this is me kind of going through some of the thought processes that I've had for myself. And so these aren't baseless. These aren't, you know, me just spewing stuff. This is all experience, all D's experience, these experiences, what he's experienced. But yeah, the biggest thing stopping us, the biggest obstacle, hindrance, whatever you want to put instead of you is you. The biggest you stopping you is you. Because in all actuality, you could really do anything you set your mind to. Right? And I found this out kind of my freshman year of college because growing up, I was always a bigger boy for all those who don't know. Um, you know, in middle school, high school, I was pretty chunky. And for a while, I thought that, you know, weight loss was impossible. I thought, you know, I was given these confines, these circumstances, and I couldn't really get out of them. I'd see all these weight loss stories and stuff happen. I tried diets, nothing would work out. I'll get into all this later on because this is also something that I got a piece on. Uh is the, the whole dieting thing. But anyways, where was I going with that? Right. So early adulthood, you know, I set out, I said I was gonna lose weight. You know, nothing's stopping me now. I'm outside my parents' house. I'm in, fully in control of what I'm consuming, my time, you know, outside of class. I can go to the gym. You know, it's a walk, so I don't got to drive, waste gas, nothing like that. And so I made it happen. And I believe freshman year, I dropped, I want to say 35 pounds, 30 to 35 pounds, something in that, in that bracket. But after that, I was like, okay, you know, life really is what you make it right? I can really do this. I can make some shake. And since then, you know, that's kind of been my mentality when it goes to doing things. Now, it took a while for it to translate into, you know, other fields, other realms, aspects of my life, but it did get there at one point, right? And I'm still working on it now. I'm not perfect. But moving on, I want to talk about probably the biggest thing that's causing us to stop ourselves. And that's fear. Fear is an individual created construct. And once we can at least acknowledge that, then we can start making progress because the first step really to making any kind of change is acknowledgement, right? You look at stuff like Alcoholics Anonymous. The first step is acceptance, right? That's acknowledging you have a problem and accepting that, you know, it is a problem. Because once you could do that, you can, okay, you could say, okay, I need to fix this. Then you can make that change. But what do I mean by this? Fear is made up, it's not real. You're creating these scenarios that oftentimes, worst case, and even if not worst case, they're just all bad, right? And you're scared of these scenarios that don't exist and a lot of the times will never exist, right? How I see it is, you know, you sit to the dinner table, you got your fork, you got your knife, you got your plate, you're sticking your fork in the plate and then you're making the cutting motion with your knife, but there's nothing on the plate, you know? You're envisioning this nice medium rare steak on your plate, but you're, you're cutting air, right? Same thing with fear. You're envisioning this, out-of-pocket super extraneous scenario and you're scared of the air there's nothing there you're scared of absolutely nothing right these intangible fake circumstances that we create for ourselves to stop us from going out of our comfort zone right and so yeah just remember fear is not real it's not there a lot of acronyms out there false evidence appearing. Repe- false evidence appearing real uh I don't know any others. That was kind of just the biggest one. I think that was from like the movie I Am Legend. No, I'm tripping. Gron- no, dang. I think it was After Us. Whatever movie I had Will Smith and Jaden Smith, and they were like on some alien planet or something like that. Will was like, Jaden, remember, fears fake, false evidence appearing real, something like that. Uh, it's been a minute. I remember that movie got really bad reviews though. So maybe that's why my mind kind of offloaded it because it wanted to save space for <laughs> valuable information. But um, yes, when it comes to fear, one of the biggest things we fear is judgment from our peers. That's a bar, by the way. That was completely on accident. That's not even how it was written in my notes, but we're fear we're fearful of how others will perceive and take us making these actions, taking these actions, right? We're scared that, you know, someone's going to come across the podcast, someone that we know, and they're going to think, oh, what's he doing? What was he thinking? This is stupid. This doesn't make sense. It's all baseless, you know, idiot. Right. And. Yeah, that's just one of those scenarios that fear wants to create for us to stop us from making some shake and um, kind of what I've learned in my adulthood, and from, you know, kind of having experience being a former envier is all of this is based, rooted in envy. And envy has roots of its own. Because how I see it is like this. People either care, or they don't care. Right? And if people care, and they're supportive, that's great. That's what you want. You know, they'll leave a comment, they'll like it, they may even share it. They may message you, say, hey, you know, I really, you know, resonated what you said. Uh, good on you, you know, doing your thing for real. I've had people do that with some of my shorts that I've made on my my uh, little Instagram page. And then there will be people that care and hate. And those are the enviers. And those are the ones that you definitely don't want to pay any kind of mind to. Because, again, understanding human nature, being a former envier myself, all envy is rooted in insecurity. Right. Because if someone is straight in themselves, they have self-esteem, you know, they know their life's going places, they're doing stuff, they're, you know, on a positive trajectory. Right. They have no reason to hate. They have no space for it. No time. They're on bigger and better things. Right. And if anything, if they do come across your page or whatever your art is, whatever your thing is that you're not doing because of fear, when they see you stepping out, there's a bit of empathy there because, They had to step out and do something at one point themselves. And so they understand, which is great. But if there's envy, if there's any kind of judgment that's not constructive criticism, and you'll know, you know, put your ego aside, really sit back, think about the comments, you know, you'll know if it's actual criticism that's constructive or if it's just baseless judgment. And uh, if that's the case, then they're just, they're just envious, you know, they're not doing much with themselves. And so because of that, they're kind of projecting their insecurities projecting their their shame their guilt in themselves onto you for you actually making something of yourself and so if that's the case you definitely don't want to you know kind of take those voices those opinions to heart um if anything just know that those people need a lot more help than you do right and so separate yourself from the negative crowd negativity you know you could read it but just know know where that envy is rooted right and kind of find peace in knowing that but uh yes next point here well i guess i can kind of expand on the envy thing i'm speaking again from experience because for a while growing up i'd see people you know uh on social media you know they have these jobs you know they're doing stuff with their lives they're graduating and um This is back when I first came back to Colleen in 2018, after my first year at UH. And I'm going to be honest, coming back to Colleen, it felt like I was taking a bunch of steps back and it hurt my pride a lot because I'd see these people that, you know, I went to UH with that maybe I wasn't friends with or didn't know like that, but they're, you know, just doing stuff with their lives. And instead of being happy for them, I felt like a bitterness in me. And I was like, why, why do I feel bitter? You know, they're doing great things with their life. They're, you know, moving on, moving upward. And I found out it's because I felt like I was taking those steps back, coming back to CTC, coming back, coming back to Colleen, after being in Houston for a year, you know, of all places, I was like, okay, you know, this sucks. You know, I'm back, I'm back in the K, you know, I was talking all this mess about leaving Colleen here I am back in Killeen again. And then, you know, here I am back in Killeen after I graduate, but different circumstances now, you know, I have a timeline here in Killeen and, um, I have a plan as well, but before didn't have a plan, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, what I wanted to study, where I wanted to go for college after CTC, or even what I was going to study when I was at CTC. And so kind of having all those negative feelings, I found, That that rooted the envy that I had for others. And it took me kind of sitting down with myself being like, okay, what, what we got to be bitter about, right? For me to really take a step back and make a change in my perspective, really take a step back and say, okay, I have literally no reason to feel these mal feelings for other people. You know, they're doing great things. I should be happy for them. I should be supporting them. And so that's what I'm going to do, you know, because all about perspective, again, I got a piece for that later on. I got a lot of pieces, y'all. I'm telling you. Tune in. Stay stay tuned to the podcast. Stay tuned to the cast. But <clears throat> anyways, how do you combat this fear? One thing is you show up anyways, right? Now, we this is something that we should have learned in our childhood. I did not to be <laughs> because I was a runner, I was a track star. Whenever I was matched with any kind of adversity, any kind of difficult situation, my first instinct was to run, get out, like the Jordan Peele movie, right? I didn't want to be there for it. I didn't want to deal with the emotions. So I just run and I go to my crutches, not actual crutches, stuff like, you know, playing games, social media, or um, the P word that I'm not going to say this early in the podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I just avoided I've run all the time. And um, yeah, but what I didn't realize was in running, you don't go forward because if you come up against a hurdle, a hill, a speed bump, and you run, the only way you're running is backwards, right? You got to climb the hill to get to the other side because if you don't climb, you know, you can only go sideways, which is where you be stagnant. Or you go backwards, which is where you move backwards, right? And so I didn't realize that that wasn't really making any progress in my life whenever I did run. And so in my adulthood, I had to kind of come to terms with the fact that, hey, you're going to feel nervous. You're going to feel, you know, any kind of way doing anything, especially anything outside of the norm. So feel those emotions, um, kind of go through the processing, why you feel this way, and show up anyways, you know, go make it happen, so, uh, there's a quote in Top Gun, for all those who don't know, Top Gun's my favorite movie of all time, um, uh, again, I got a piece for Top Gun as well, but it's, uh, Charlie, which is the love interest, this is the first one, by the way, not the new one, so the blonde girl, right, she's talking to Maverick, who is Tom Cruise, and, they're in like some media room going over basically going over film, right? Of the what they were doing, their flights and stuff. And she was like, When you're up there, that maneuver you did, it was why'd you do that? It was dangerous. You you didn't think. Or she was like, It's almost like you didn't think. And uh Maverick said something along the lines of, when you think up there, you're dead. So you don't think, just do, right? And so same thing here. If you think up there, you're dead. If you think too much on kind of the fear and these scenarios that can go wrong you're dead your dreams dead whatever you were setting out to do is dead because now you're more focused on what can go wrong instead of how you can go about navigating you know being in the scenario itself because what if things go right again what if people are supportive right and so show up anyways don't think just do and um The second way to or the second way that I've kind of combat this is finding identity in Christ. So growing in my relationship with Christ, especially in the past two years, I found that it's a lot easier to kind of navigate through life and do things just because I know that there's bigger uh, forces that are supporting me, you know. And um, one thing, my favorite quote or My favorite verse in the Bible is uh, 1 John 4, 4, because hold on. Dang, I forgot it on the spot because I'm getting I'm getting shaky. I'm just playing 1 John 4, 4. You know, it's talking about false prophets in 1 John 4 and how, you know, they're scattered around the world and stuff. But the second part of 1 John 4, 4 says greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And so, anytime I'm feeling any kind of uh, nerves before I jump into anything, you know, I'll repeat that verse in my head. You know, so when <laughs> when I when I'm in jujitsu, I'm rolling. You know, we're four rows in, four rows deep, and we're about to go again. And I'm tired. And then one of the black belts calls me up. I'm like, greater ah, is he who's in me than he who's in the world. I go, I still get crushed, but you know, I'm I'm not down about it because I'm learning. You know, and then those moves I'll use on other people. So, yeah, just remember, there's always there's a greater force up there that's helping you fight. He's giving you that strength. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. And so also take that to mean, you know, outside opinions. Greater is he who is in me, that opinion, his opinion in me, in D. That's the one that should matter the most. Obviously, you're human. You're going to hear these things in life and then it's going to affect you how it'll affect you. But at the end of the day, you have to remember, oh, okay, I'm just making sure I didn't run out of time. I think you're 19 minutes deep. All right. Anyways, I digress. You have to remember that greater is he in you than he who is in the world. That opinion is greater than these ones, right? These are fleeting opinions, and ultimately, you decide how you feel about these opinions because nobody's holding a gun to your head saying, hey, somebody, hey. He just said this about you. Feel sad, you know. You're holding the gun to your own head. Again, what's stopping you? What's stopping you? But uh, yes, greater is he who is in me. Find that identity in Christ and run with it, attach to it. And then remember the haters, it's all envy. And so they got the problem. But yes. Uh, looking at my notes. I got like all my podcasts in a single spreadsheet which is not smart because I'm scared all overlap notes but anyways that's all I have for today that's all I have for the podcast the pilot podcast the pilot cast pilot pod this is the pilot pod and I talked about Top Gun that's that's a bar I did that on accident by the way but yes show up anyways know your true identity And don't take too hardly the envy, right? So I'll end the podcast by asking the question that I asked earlier today, what's stopping you? Now that we've talked about everything, what's still stopping you? This is your prophetic word to make something happen. Go and do whatever it is you're trying to do, so long as it's legal and appropriate, as I like to say. But uh, yeah, what's stopping you? And that's all we have for the pod today. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'll see you all next week. I want to do an episode every week. I'm saying this out loud for accountability, but um, yes. So not I want to. I'm going to do an episode every week, but uh, have a good rest of your week. Drink water. Stay hydrated. uh, Stay cool. And uh, yeah, that's it.